Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 78, how to decide whether or not to take a break. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? This is the first podcast that I am recording inside my new house, inside my new office. So fun. It's been a lot of activity in the past week. <laughs> There's been a move, all sorts of things. I'm super excited to be here today. I'm, I'm loving the topic of today's podcast, how to decide whether or not to take a break. So many of my clients come to me and they're like, I think I want to take a 30 day break or a 90 day break or, you know, and it's coming from this place of, um, of a negative emotion. And I really want to teach you guys today how to decide whether or not to take a break and to understand how you are making that decision. Okay. So what we do and the choices we make are fueled by our feelings and our feelings are generated with our thoughts, right? So many of my clients including myself, have tried drastic measures to cut back on their drinking, such as swearing off alcohol for 30 days or saying they won't ever drink again, okay? And a lot of you guys have done this as well. (laughs) And more often than not, that decision is coming from a place of shame or regret or disappointment when they look back into the past and evaluate how much they drink, whether it's the night before or the month before. And I want to teach you how to understand and evaluate how you are making your decisions to drink or not to drink. Okay, so for some of you, you have this idea that a 30, a 60, a 90 day break will help reset your drinking habits, right? And dry January is very popular because of all of the overindulging that y'all do during the holidays. And then you feel sick and bloated and you want to make some changes when the holidays are over. And you might feel frustrated or gross or disappointed or shameful for how much you've drank. Okay, and then you decide to take a 30 day break. You start out strong, you might get a weekend, and then you start feeling good, and you might feel a little lighter, less puffy, and you might be sleeping better. And then Friday night rolls around, and you think, one drink won't hurt. I've been so good, right? <laughs> Surely I should have one drink, blah, blah, blah. And then before you know it, you're back into your old ways. And you join that start again, stop again cycle, which so many of you are on, right? Including myself, I rode that cycle for 20 plus years. So in this episode, I'm going to help you see how you are making these decisions and then help you make a decision that feels good and one that will last a heck of a lot longer so you can get off that on again, off again cycle. And I'm going to explain the full coaching thought model here. If you aren't familiar with how our thoughts create our results in the model, please go back and listen to episode number one. So the circumstance here is your relationship with alcohol. And when you think about your relationship with alcohol, especially after you might have recently overdrank and you're likely having a lot of judgments about that and you're being really hard on yourself. And some of those thoughts are probably, why do I keep doing this? I can't honor my commitments. I drink too much all the time. What is wrong with me? I can't do this. I'm disappointed in myself. This is ridiculous. This is terrible. I don't like this. I can't stick to it. Okay. Have you, I'm sure if you guys are listening to this podcast, 
(laughs) You've had those thoughts before, right? And then after having these thoughts, you feel shame and regret and disappointment. Remember here, listen, our thoughts create our feelings, not how much you drink. Okay. This is so important for you guys to understand. We got to stop giving that power away to alcohol. All right. Your thoughts about how awful you are, create your feelings. Alcohol and how much you drink cannot do that. Alcohol cannot cause your feelings. So when you are feeling terrible, we tend to make decisions to get out of that feeling, right? Remember our human preference. Another podcast you must listen to, it's episode number five. Our brain doesn't like to hang out in emotional pain, so it will motivate you to get out of it as soon as possible. So from the shameful place that doesn't feel good, it's going to motivate you to not be in shame anymore. And it's going to come up with ideas like taking a 30-day break or quitting alcohol forever. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. What I'm helping you do in this episode is seeing how you are making those decisions and making sure that those decisions feel good, okay? We start this break feeling awful about ourselves when we do this, right? We're, we're coming from this shameful place and this disappointment, and then we make a decision to take a break, okay? Because it's like we're punishing ourselves. And then we try to motiva- motivate ourselves to stay on the break, and we say things like this. You can't drink. You said you wouldn't drink. You have to do better, right? And it feels hard and like you're pushing through mud, and those thoughts generate more feelings of low self-worth, more frustration, Okay? And we get angry. What happens is that we get sick of feeling that way. Remember our human preference? We prefer not to be in emotional pain. So what do we do now? We drink to get out of the pain of feeling disgusted with ourselves, right? And we come up with all the reasons why we should be able to drink, right? I'm an adult. I deserve it. It's already been two weeks. I should be able to have one glass. And then you all know what happens. You decide to drink to alleviate yourself of the miserableness that you're currently in. (laughs) Okay? And then the cycle continues on and on and on and on. It doesn't have to be this way. Listen. So what I want you guys to understand here, it's so important to understand how you are making these decisions. And when I say that, I mean you need to check in with yourself and understand what you are feeling. What emotion is driving you to want to make a decision to take a break? Now, I know you've heard me say this before, but being hard on yourself and beating yourself up to make changes with your relationship with alcohol does not work. It contributes to the on-again, off-again cycle. So the first step in making sure you are making the best decision about whether or not to take a break is to first recognize how you are feeling when you're about to make that decision. Feelings like self-hatred, loathing, shame, disappointment, anger should all be like little red warning flags for you. I suggest that you allow and process that feeling that you're having by breathing, relaxing into it, noticing how it feels in your body. Where does it sit? What does it feel like? Is it moving? Is it, is it hard? Is it soft? Is it warm? Is it cold? Okay, so go into your body and notice the vibration that this feeling is having for you. Okay, when you do this, you are not thinking about how much you drink. Okay, keep redirecting your mind to be in your body, not in your head thinking about how awful you are. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example. So for me, shame feels hot, like my face gets hot. My, I can tell that like my face gets red. 
Okay. And in sh- when I feel shame, I feel this like, it's almost like a gut punch. I feel like this, this knot in my stomach. Okay. So I notice if I'm feeling shame, it goes like this. Where do I feel this? And I take a deep breath and I exhale and I relax my body. And then I say, where am I feeling this? I feel it in my face. I feel a knot in my stomach. My face feels hot. My heart is pounding. My arms feel tingly. Okay, so that is what it looks like to process your feeling. Okay, you are not thinking about why you're feeling shame or the thoughts that are going in your, like, round and round in your head, right? You stop thinking and you go into your body and you notice what it feels like. You describe that sensation. In between each description or each body part that you're, like, noticing where you feel, you take a deep breath and you relax into it, okay? And once you've sat with that feeling for a minute, you get to know it better, okay? And then you want to ask yourself, why is this feeling so awful? Now, don't go back into your head and start berating yourself about the alcohol consumption, okay? Just ask yourself why the vibrations you just experienced were intolerable and why have you considered them a problem in the past, right? And why do you want to escape them? And what you're going to see here is that you don't need to escape these vibrations, right? They're just vibrations and different feelings create different vibrations in your body. Okay, so there's not a problem here that you need to fix. It's not an emergency when you have an emotional experience, okay? What you want to escape is the thoughts in your head, which so many people get confused with feelings. Feelings are vibrations, right? So the way feelings are generated is that we have a thought in our brain And when we have that thought, it releases a chemical structure into our bodies. And that chemical structure causes a different vibration in our body. And that's what we feel. Okay? That's it. That's it. Feelings are vibrations. Different feelings trigger different different vibrations. And those vibrations motivate us to do something. That's why they're there. Okay? But the beautiful thing about being a human with a highly functioning brain is you can decide to not take action when you feel these feelings, right? When you learn how to process and be with your feelings, you can then make better decisions that serve you where you want to go instead of being on the automatic effect or hamster wheel response to our emotions that most of us are on. And this is exactly what I teach you to do inside my program, by the way. Spend a lot of time with understanding your feelings so that you can learn to be with them instead of being at the effect of them. All right. So getting back to understanding how you are making this decision to take a break. If you recognize it's from the feelings I described and you've allowed and processed and sat with this feeling for a bit and gotten to a more neutral place and stopped beating yourself up about it. Now I want you to see how in the past you've likely made a decision from this place that has contributed to your overdrinking. Okay. Also, what I want you to know here is there's no wrong decision. What I want you to do is ask yourself some questions. If I were to be successful either way, taking break or planning my drinks and cutting back to a couple drinks a week, and either way I'll be successful, 
What do I really want to do? And if I were choosing from loving myself and respecting myself, how would I move forward with this decision? And then just be quiet and listen to what your brain has to say. Don't allow it to keep going back to the shame. Okay, if you notice that, just take a break, go about your business and come back to this exercise. Okay, the point is this. Make a decision from a loving, respectful, compassionate place. To feel love and compassion and respect, you have to have loving and compassionate and respectful thoughts about yourself. So if you're currently thinking, I'm disgusted with myself, you could try, I want to be respectful to my body, or I'm excited to see what a 30-day break does for my mind and body, or I want to explore what drinking less is like, or I deserve to feel good, or I care about myself. All of those thoughts feel good. It feels like you care and you love and you respect yourself, right? And when you feel those feelings, you make a decision to drink or moderate or take a break. And you will begin that journey feeling good and remember how our human preference is, right? We like to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So if you start out feeling good, (laughs) you're going to have a much better experience with this journey And you're going to be less likely to want to escape it from the future. So when you feel good with love and compassion and you take care of your body, you don't drink to cover up your emotions. You honor your commitments to yourself. You manage your mind. You journal. You get coaching. You move your body. You drink lots of water. You get the exercise your body wants, right? And all of that will contribute to your long-term goals of being someone who doesn't overdrink. I promise that this is not letting the foot off the gas when you approach this work with love. Don't be scared that you will fall backwards by doing it this way. Be open to this process working. Because guess what, guys? (laughs) It hasn't worked the other way, right? If you look at how long you've been hard on yourself and all the diets and the fasts and going out without alcohol, right? And you're still over drinking. There's all the proof you need that that doesn't work. It feels better to love yourself than to hate yourself. So if you want to feel better and enjoy this process, choose love. All right, so in closing, to wrap it up, notice how you are feeling when you are making a decision to take a break or to moderate. If you're feeling negative emotions, pause, process, and feel. Notice what you are thinking that has caused those feelings and what decisions you want to make when you feel that way. And then coach yourself to think differently. Thoughts that make you feel good, not bad. And then make your decision. Knowing either way, there is no right or wrong decision. And if you are loving yourself truly, you're never going to make a decision to overdrink, right? Trust yourself and this new approach. It works. (laughs) The old way doesn't. And making decisions that help you move towards your goals is what I help my clients do every day inside my coaching program. Stop over drinking and start living. If you're interested in finally doing this and getting the guidance that you need that can get you faster results, click on the link to request a 20-minute call to see if joining the program makes sense for you. I love you all so much. Have a beautiful week. Talk to you soon.